This is the Austin Rugby Podcast, your home for all rugby in Austin, Texas. We do our best to cover every level of rugby played here in the capital. The goal of this podcast is to continue to grow the sport of rugby in Central Texas and the United States. Each contributor to the podcast has their own individual thoughts and opinions, which may not necessarily reflect those of the teams that they represent. But we all do our best to cover rugby here in Texas. As a disclaimer, some language may be explicit on the podcast as we do not edit for time and full effect. I'm your host, Dustin. Thanks for joining. We hope you enjoy the podcast. everybody welcome back to season two of the austin rugby supporters podcast we are out here at the first annual austin heard give rugby a try day or the youth camp and of course we have the adult combine coming up after this as you can see in the background here we've got a lot of great kids who are out here either learning how to play rugby for the first time or they are seasoned in the rugby skills and they're just coming out to one meet some more rugby friends which is so important for us as we try to grow the game here in central texas but it's also really important as they continue to learn the skills we've got a lot of the coaches from the austin herd who are out here we've got carlin isles who's going to be here today too we've got todd clever we've got a lot of our herd players that have come in early uh, for the season to begin, but they're here early kind of helping out with the youth program, which is fantastic. You can look around, you can see all the kids who are out here today. It's really exciting for us. We really love having everybody here. Throughout the day, I'm going to talk to a couple different people. We're going to show you some video. If you're listening on the podcast, obviously you won't see it, but you will be able to turn into our YouTube channel, which is going to start any day now. And if you're watching this, you're probably watching it on the YouTube channel. So we greatly appreciate the support. Give us a like. Give us a follow. There's a lot of great things going on with the Austin Herd Rugby coming up. We haven't talked about much. We've taken that nice little break over the, uh, the summer here. So it's been good for us to kind of regroup, to refocus on what we actually want the podcast to be and if you hear excuse me if you are turning in for the first time you know last season we covered the austin elite well now the austin herd as we've changed the name and that's one of the big things we'll talk about in the podcast coming up here in the off season but we'll also talk about a lot of great things that are happening with some of our signings uh, a lot of great people roland suniola is coming back to join us we've got um ah Anele Malele, who's coming in from Fiji Dura, which is really exciting for us. Uh, he's actually going to be playing for Fiji against the Barbarians in England uh, coming here in the next couple of weeks in November. I have to get the dates for you guys. But thank you guys for joining us. We hope that you really enjoyed this podcast. And we hope that you really enjoy the video versions of the podcast that we're doing here as well. There's a lot of bonus content in the video side. But again, they're always going to have the great things like our interviews. The interviews are really important to us. We really love talking to the players. But one thing that we are changing for this season, we're adding all of the local teams here in Austin. It's called the Austin Rugby Supporters Podcast for a reason, or the Austin Rugby Podcast. We're part of the supporters group of growing rugby in Central Texas. So things that we're going to start doing, we're going to be out and about to different events for the Austin Huns, all different levels, one, two, and three for the divisions. Of course, the Austin Blacks as well, the Austin Valkyries, and we have the other rugby club, or the Oric Rugby Club, who's a new team here in town as well. We're going to do our best to try to cover UT women and UT men rugby and 
really we'll just talk a little bit about Major League Rugby as well because that's how it all started. Once the season kicks off, we're really going to lock in on a lot of that stuff on Major League Rugby. So I hope that you guys continue to join us. I hope you guys really tune in. Send us your feedback. We're always looking for people to help us out with content. So if you've got any uh, desire to be a part of the podcast, any desire to weigh in on it, we'd love to hear from you guys. Please leave us a like. Give us a comment. We'll talk about it on the next podcast. And stay tuned. For those of you watching the video, we're going to go and start talking to a couple of the players and some of the team, team members now. And for those of you listening on the podcast, stay tuned for the next interview. Thanks much. We all know Austin, Texas is a rugby powerhouse from the collegiate side to MLR in both men's and women's club level. And we start off season two's podcast by meeting a few of the local club teams and the affiliates who will be representing their team and be, you know, the team liaison for the podcast. We're going to start off with this podcast with the Austin Huns and Alex Reese, the face of Flow Rugby. Alex, how's it going, man? Howdy. It's going well, Justin. <laughs> how are, how are things over at Flow Rugby? Uh, things over at Flow Rugby are pretty good. We are getting ready for the Can-Am series coming up next week between, obviously, Canada and America. And that's going to be super exciting. And I actually got a chance to go watch the WPL Championships uh, a couple weeks ago out in Glendale uh, after having covered the WPL season all year. And... Um, the talent out there was really, really impressive to me and it's going to be really exciting to watch them move forward this next week into the Can-Am series and Canada's looking for that revenge. Last summer uh, in the super <laughs> series, but uh, yeah, it should be good. And uh, I'm pretty, pretty excited for that. And then we've got some barbarians games coming up and we've got some, college rugby fall championships coming up new york sevens um pro 14 here sounds like lots of exciting times right now i mean obviously with all the rugby going on and mlr hasn't even started yet and you know i think that we've got what it was a fiji and the barbarians play this weekend is that right yep that's actually going to be awesome uh eddie jones coaching the barbos uh, the barbos man i can't yeah. i actually it's really interesting to see him coming off a uh, a world cup uh, loss and going to coach, coach the right. barbos right after right. that right it's funny it's funny because you know that he had accepted the invite to coach them i guess before the world cup as did yeah. uh uh the beast tendai and tawarira and and then lucano am makazoli mapimpi and Herschel yankees who all four yeah, he is. And they're all four World Cup winners. So <laughs> it's kind of funny, you know, Eddie Jones is coaching this host of players that just beat him in the final, but you know, I'm sure there's not any hard feelings about it. But. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I, I think enough time has probably passed and they've, you know, I mean, it's always a big thing for, you know, the Barbarians, for those who aren't really knowledgeable about rugby, it's, it's a pretty prestigious group that gets to be asked to go play with the I, Barbarians. Absolutely. Yeah, I, you know, earlier today I was talking about how they're kind of 
They're like the Harlem Globetrotters, except that <laughs> the Harlem Globetrotters were full of, you know, global NBA stars. And yeah. but it's that same kind of, it's that same kind of festive, festive approach to rugby. And it's about, you know, having fun, sharing a laugh, sharing a drink. And, yep. um, you know, that's exciting. And they're playing Fiji. So, you know, Fiji is yeah. always entertaining. Yeah. So they're, they're playing, they're playing Fiji. And as I mentioned kind of earlier in the podcast and the introduction, uh, and LA Malele, who is one of the Austin Hurd signings, actually, I don't know if he's actually on the roster for the game, but I know he is actually up training with them, uh, to play. Oh. So that would be pretty exciting That's if he great. actually gets some game time. He's playing down there with uh, the, the the Fiji Endura team, so that's pretty exciting. But you know, he's the fly half, right? Uh, he plays fullback. I think he sometimes he plays fly half. He's listed at both okay. at, at fifteen and ten. But I think for Dura, he played fifteen for a lot of the time, if if I remember correctly. Uh, I didn't get a chance to watch too much of the MPC this year, which is unfortunate. I sh- since it's online, I should be able to go back and watch it. But yeah, why not? But the real reason we have you on is to talk about your team your Austin Huns and kind of, you know, how, how you guys are looking forward to the next season Kind of give an introduction of, you know, who you are for those who are unaware uh, in the Austin area. And, you know, we're giving, we're giving time to every team, including the blacks, the Valkyries, et cetera. Uh, but we wanted to start off here with the Huns and just say, Alex, uh, give us the lowdown, man. How, how long you been a Hun? All right. Uh, well, I see you and I spoke about earlier. I technically, <laughs> Uh, have been a hun since I was conceived, really, um, floating around in my mom's tummy because my dad was a hun from, I guess, 1983 till about 1990 and then left and then came back and was a hun from again from like 1996 to 2004 or whatever. So, yeah, I pretty much grew up around, grew up in and around the huns and left for college and now I'm back just graduated and about to don the baby blue for the first time for a 15 season. And I'm pretty excited about it. I think, um, especially with coach, coach Adam Scheidler and, and Luis Sanchez running the show, I think it's, uh, it's trending in a really positive direction and it's, and it's building, you know, brick by brick after kind of, you know, having to start up from scratch again, post 2017. So it's pretty, it's pretty exciting uh, for me. Yeah, that's awesome. And, and I guess, you know, for those that, that are, that are unaware um, and, and don't really know the history, you know, Alex, if you, if you can tell us a little bit about the history, you talk about 2017 starting over um, the MLR side, Austin Heard was the Austin elite was the, the elite team of the Huns uh, when they won the national championship um, back in, was that 2017? Right? Yeah, 2017. Right? Yeah. And so, you know, that, that's been, it's been great to see, you know, you guys rebuild and, you know, continue the rivalries against the blacks and, you know, see that kind of build up a little bit as well. I guess I haven't, I haven't truly really played against the blacks and 15s yet, but I'm, I, to be frank, I would hold off on calling it a rivalry. Um, it's, it's, I feel like in a way, that, <laughs> I mean, I, to be, to be fair, I mean, I think that we've beat the blacks twice all time in 15s and, you know, that's our team to beat, but I feel like it's got to kind of go both ways to truly consider it a, a rivalry. Um, and I don't, and I don't get the sense personally that there's any bad blood 
between the two sides, but hopefully it can really develop into a competitive derby um, in the next couple of years. And I think it will, especially with, with the way that we've been building. And of course the blacks have been a pretty good model for sustained success for shit, like 30 years or so. Yeah. Um, and I, but I do think that I really do think that, you know, like I said, brick by brick, we've been doing it right and, and building back up to get to that level and sustain it. And, um, yeah. And I, I think that I do think, I do think it will become a, a rivalry, but I just, I'm going to be f- quite honest. I know that might piss some people off, but I wouldn't really, <laughs> call it, really wouldn't call it a rivalry. That's all right. I mean, Hey, everybody's got their own, their own thoughts on it. So I guess some people yeah. may call it a rivalry, but you know, if, if you, if you don't think it's quite there, that, that's cool. They call me Fox news at the Huns for some of my, <laughs> some of my on things. Okay. <laughs> Well, 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 when we when we get the Blacks liaison on, we'll we'll kind of ask him if he sees it as a rivalry, and uh, <laughs> yeah. and we'll go from there. And then uh, right. and then and then later when you know when the actual match between the you know the Oops. three sides, Division One, Two, and Three, happen between the Blacks and the Huns, we'll we'll we'll, we'll start a different uh, little segment. And we'll just call it Black and Blue, and you guys can get up and, and hash it out in front of each other and and joke around and and have good uh, <laughs> good argument there. <laughs> so tell us a little Adventure. bit about. Well, yeah, yeah. Good banter for sure. So tell us a little bit about what's, uh, what's happened so far this season, you know, uh, you know, any games that have been played at any levels. Um, yeah. I know you guys uh, had the, so, the Lockridge tournament as well. So that's exciting. Right. Yeah. So we kind of, you know, we went through seven season in summer and it was pretty, it was pretty successful. We just missed out on nationals, um, to the reds. Um, but we, uh, we kind of got, got cracking on preseason around early to mid September. Uh, we had a, a couple of players on the team, Ricky Chestnut Wood and Jared Stewart, um, who really took the reins as some strength and conditioning leaders. And they led us through boot camps for about five or six consecutive weeks, um, on the mornings on Saturdays. And that was really great. kind of pulled everyone in together and kind of mentally got everybody focused without, you know, burning us out uh, three times a week or so. So we, we did a good, uh, we had a good build up throughout the September and October with conditioning and fitness and stuff. And then we got into training and after a week of training, we competed in our own tournament, which was a Lockridge, which we had, I think we had two sides play and we had another eight or 10 teams there. Um, the D one played air force selects who had been together for a week as well. And, um, we beat them pretty bad. It was like 80, 80 to 11, I think. Mm. Um, yeah, it was a pretty good, it was actually a pretty encouraging performance on our behalf. Um, kind of oh, yeah, caught us by surprise cause we really only had 1.5 practices before that. Cause one of them got, lightning out halfway through um <laughs> monsoon i, I think is what you guys got think, yeah, I got mo- yeah i got monsooned out um but uh but yeah it was that was actually pretty encouraging and then our uh our second side which is comprised primarily of you know d3 and some d2 players actually went really well um themselves they they played Hark really close and Hark is uh, quite a good D two side used to be D one. Um, they knocked off a team from Mexico and I think they beat they beat another team 
And I think they played four games that day. Uh, so that was pretty, that was pretty good. And there was a lot of, a lot of numbers. Everyone got a good run out and I know you were out there and enjoying the nice weather and chatting oh, about yeah, how yeah it was it was right after watching uh yeah. watching england yeah, it all blacks funny. It, was so funny. it was so funny and like myself being guilty like i actually stayed up and watched it but you know going into a, a seven eight hour tournament expecting to get through the day without finding out the score like <laughs> nearly impossible know. It's not, it literally not possible. Especially if you had, you know, a lot of uh, England fans walking around in their England jerseys and and, and prancing around and and, and with chest out strong. So yeah, (laughs) cool, man. Well, so anything coming up this weekend for the Huns? Yeah, we have uh, the the D1 and the D2 uh, players will be competing in the inner squad scrimmage, uh, ahead of the main event, which is our D three is taking on the ORC, the new team in town. Uh-huh. And, um, that's going to be pretty exciting. It's going to be at Nixon this weekend. I believe it starts at three. So if you're in town and you're an Austin rugby supporter and you've got nothing to do. That's definitely something to come out and attend because it should be a good, good environment. It's, I mean, I think like 15 out of the 19 players on ORC were on the Huns last year. So it's a lot of familiar faces. Um, don't call them a spinoff though. <laughs> but, <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll let them talk about themselves when yeah. they come on the podcast. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> gotta, so, gotta be fair to everybody. A lot of, a lot of, uh, a lot of old friends over there. Um, it should be a good weekend. And also the, the Valkyries who I help coach with Wheezy, Luis Sanchez, uh, they've got a game. Their D2 has a game in Houston and their D and the rest of their players will be at the all-star camp for TRU yep. all-stars um, before the D1, D2 scrimmage. So, I mean, it's going to be busy uh, all day Saturday at Nixon. Yeah, that'll be good. And I think it's going to be, you know, a lot of fun. Like I said, we're actually going to talk with uh, one of the people from the Valkyries here in just a little bit. So that'll also be really exciting and get a little more information on how their yeah, season's going. Well. <laughs> um, when, so when does the, uh, I guess the official, uh, I don't know how you had it, like the, the official season start for in-conference play for the Red River Conference? Yeah. The cup season. So D D3 plays, I think, three games before the Christmas break. And then D two might play one, but I think they they don't start till the spring. And then D one, uh, our first game will be I think it's January either January seventh or January eleventh against the Dallas Reds, um, and that's going to kick off our eight game conference slate. And yeah, that's gonna be that's a pretty big one. It's interesting this year though because there's five teams in the division. You play each team twice, and then the top four teams go to the semifinal, the conference semifinals. So it's really okay. a lot of playing just for seeding mostly. Yeah. Um, so it's really going to be whoever peaks late is going to be the team that, that progresses. Yeah, that's going to be a lot of a lot of fun. Very interesting season. We look. We really look forward to kind of hearing how things progress with the Huns. Hey, Alex, I appreciate the time, uh, and, and we look forward to having you on the podcast again uh, in, in the coming weeks. Definitely. Awesome, man. Thanks so much. Have a good one. All right. Take care, Dustin.
We're back here at the youth camp and the Austin Heard Rugby Combine. We're here with Big Daddy. If you guys haven't checked it out on the Austin Heard Instagram television station, I guess we can call it, right? Television station, right? IGTV or anything on Facebook, you know that Big Daddy's been going around doing a lot of stuff in the Austin area. What are some of the fun things that you've been talking to some of the guys about out here, some of the kids, and what are the fun things you're doing here at the Combine today? Well, starting off, I had to run a few drills and show my uh, try celebrations. Um, Your try celebrations. Yeah. How many how many tries are you uh, anticipating you're going to score this year? I actually scored a try yesterday. See, look at that, and you'll find out more information about the game that he played in in our uh, little segment later on, so we can wrap up some of the local teams that have been around here. So you, you scored a try yesterday. You're showing your kids off the tries. Your try yeah, scoring abilities so, today. <laughs> yeah. So today, you know, I had to hit them up with a dab. <laughs> the dab okay yeah okay what what else what else were you showing him what was the other one a little bit of flossing oh my god uh, yeah i'm terrible at it I'm, yeah yeah so. <laughs> the fortnite gaming skills yeah so but 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 what, one thing we've noticed on social media recently has actually been you've been calling somebody out and uh apparently that's going to go down uh for those of you who haven't found out and haven't been following uh, Big Daddy over here decided he wanted to call out Carlin Isles and saying that he could beat him in a 40-meter race. What do you got to say about that? Look, Carlin's been dodging me ever since I called him out. He doesn't want the smoke. I told him we can make it a 100-meter sprint to give him an extra 60-meter extra distance. You know, I'd smoke him in anyone. I, I'm actually pretty sure if you do follow us on social media, he did answer your request. And we did actually talk to him just a little bit ago, and we're going to get him on here to talk too. Uh, he's ready to go, but someone seems to be checking out a little bit more come game time. Um, anything you want to say about that? Look, it takes me a while to warm up. <laughs> it takes me about 48 hours to 72 hours. I got to get all my stretches, yoga in, um, hot sauna. Pilates? Yeah, Pilates. Okay. Yeah, a little bike before I get ready. Um, yeah. But I'm ready. You're ready? I'm ready. Um, and, and for those who haven't seen, uh, he is wearing blue jeans today. And uh, those some Chuck Taylor. No, they're not Chuck Taylors, but, you know, some nice little loafers. Uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. So stay tuned to the podcast and stay tuned to the video of this. And we'll see what happens when Big Daddy takes on Carlin Isles. So we're back here at the Rugby Combine. We've got one of the adult Combine members here joining us today. Tell us your name and where you're from. My name is Ray, and I am from Ogden, Utah. Nice. Really appreciate you coming down today. Uh, how long have you been playing rugby? Um, almost nine years. Nine years? Nice. Yes, sir. You're, you're young, though, so. Yes, sir. You know. <laughs> yeah, I'm young, yeah. Nice. Well, Ray, you know, as we're trying to grow the sport here in the U.S., what are some of the things that you think, um, as, a, as a rugby community, we can start doing to gain more recognition across the board? First is assert yourself in our youth. And wherever you live, assert yourself with the youth. Um, I would say um, <laughs> there's a lot you can do. I don't know. Like <laughs> no, it's good. I, I think it's important. So you've been playing for nine years. Where did you play college ball? Um, I played college with the University of Utah, and I also transferred over to Weber State. Okay, Weber State. And then, of course, uh, have you played any other, what's your kind of club affiliations, or are you affiliated with any of the other MLR teams at any particular point in your career so far? Yes, sir. I, um, 
was a part of a small club team named Kautoa, um Rugby Club out of Layton, Utah. Um, after that, I went up to um, the All-Star team. After that, Fantastic. graduated, got up into college at the U, and then got noticed a little bit more. And then I got picked up by the select side of the Warriors and oh, then started right. playing that's, with them. That's fantastic, man. We really appreciate you coming down. So uh, what position do you play? What are kind of some of the things that you're looking forward to, you know, come out here to showcase your skills in the, the Austin Herd Combine? Main thing I'm looking forward to is showing my ability and what I can do. Yeah. And, and so position, uh, you know, we, we joked around about it a little bit when you <laughs> talked with Big Daddy on the, uh, <laughs> uh, the, uh, the You Heard show for Instagram TV. He said you look like a fullback. I'm going to guess you're probably a proper hooker or somewhere in the pack. Yes, sir. I, I love the pack. I play three, doesn't matter where. Nice. Play anywhere. Well, man, we really appreciate you coming down all the way from Utah. Did you fly or did you drive? We flew. Oh, <laughs> man, look at yeah, that. Yeah, I had to fly, man. <laughs> We had somebody from Montana that we talked to earlier. He actually drove down. So, oh, no. And that's, yeah, so that's that's a long way to go. Hey, we really appreciate you coming out. Thanks for joining us. Best of luck to you in the Combine today, and hopefully we'll catch you out there later on. Thank you so much. Cheers, man. Our second guest today comes from the Austin Valkyries. Your source for all Valkyries info is Erica Priscilla. Erica, how's it going? Going pretty good today. How about you, Dustin? Doing well. Just got done chatting with uh, some of the Huns guys. I uh, chatted with Alex there for a little bit and uh, looking forward to learning more about the Austin Valkyries and kind of hearing how you guys are doing so far and you know, kind of some of the exciting things going on with the Valkyries for here in Austin, Texas. Yeah, absolutely. There's nothing I love more than talking about the Valk, so I'm happy to be here. Yeah, so tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, who you are, and how you got into rugby, so we kind of know a little bit more, you know, who, who's Erica? Who's going to be the one telling us all yeah, about Valkyrie's rugby? Yeah, no problem. Valkyrie's so I, um, started, I started playing rugby about uh, nine years ago now, um, back in college. So I'd played soccer my whole life before, and I wasn't planning on playing a sport when I got to college, but I kind of got dragged kicking and screaming into rugby and ended up loving it. Uh, never looked back. So <laughs> I've been with the Valkyries now for just over three years. Um so I've been, you know, a lot of different roles with them. I, I'm a forward on the team, pretty much every forward position you can think of. I've played it in a game um, and I currently am their social media manager as well. So I'm running, you know, the Facebook, Instagram, all that fun stuff. Oh, that's exciting. So not only will you get to promote, you know, the Valkyries, but here when we release the podcast, uh, you're going to get to promote yourself on there on the page. How exciting is that? Shameless self-promotion is always something to strive for, Dustin. There, there is no shame. And, yeah, I, I don't have any shame. I, I post on a lot of different sites and uh, I have no shame. And if people want to complain about what I say, then they can go create their own stuff and complain that way too. So and you can uh, tell them, hey, this is literally my job. So. <laughs> yeah, uh, this is, I don't know if it's a job. I still don't get paid to do this, but I, I you know, wouldn't it be nice to get paid to cover rugby stuff, you we're know, rather grateful. than letting the world get in your way of rugby? Yeah. How dare it? How dare <laughs> real life get in the way of rugby? 
So, uh, Erica, tell us a little bit about who the Austin Valkyries are for those that are kind of first time listeners of the podcast, or even some of those people who maybe live in the Austin area and support, you know, maybe one of the other rugby teams and didn't know that we had a fantastic women's club organization here in Austin. Yeah. So the Valkyries are actually the only women's team in Austin. Um, so we've been around for quite a while now with a you know pretty good history of success. Um, actually, last year we're coming off of, um, you know, na- we were national runner up up here. So we played against Nova, which fun fact is actually my old club. So I used to play for them back in Virginia. Um, and then I moved here and then we met them in nationals. So, um, that was pretty exciting. Um, we've got a D one and a D two squad that both do really well consistently. Um, our D two squad is actually eighth in the nation. So we have two top 10 teams, um, which is really, really great. You know, it's just the Valkyries are all about developmental, you know, bringing on anyone who wants to try rugby, whether you have never even seen it on TV, or if you know everything there is to know about it, but just want to round yourself out as a player, you know, we, we kind of are a place where you can come together and really work on your skills and, and, um, you know, reach that potential as a player. Yeah, that's awesome. Do you guys pull from, you know, once, you know, maybe players from UT, if they graduate and stick around, do you guys have some of the uh, former players of the UT women's team coming and play for for you all at all? A lot of them. Yeah. So um, a a decent amount of our squad currently is UT players. And actually, um, the current uh, head coach for the UT women is a Valkyrie as well. So she's been bringing all the UT girls out to practice once a week with us. So, you know, we're we're forming really good connections with them. You know, we've gotten close with a lot of them. And I fully expect a lot of them to come play for us after they graduate, too. No, that's, I mean, that's really great to have a, you know, a pipeline like that from, you know, the women's program of UT. And uh, I would assume that here in Austin, there's probably quite a few uh, local women's high school teams as well. Do you know anything about those guys? I actually don't know too much about the high school spectrum, but, um, you know, we do get a lot of like youth players that come out because like the Huns Youth Rugby um, has a women's squads too. So there's a lot of girls that come out for that. Um, You know, obviously there are going to be Valkyries in, uh, you know, decades or so, but (laughs) definitely talking to them early down the line. And, you know, we have a lot of the girls um, that come out to youth that, you know, have all the Valk shirt. They were really supportive during um, the Nationals run. There was this really cute picture of um, this girl named Thea who was at the sleepover that she refused to go to the sleepover unless she could watch our Nationals game. Um, so there's oh, that's like, awesome. a cute picture of her in a Valk shirt with all of her friends like huddled around this little phone watching the live stream of the, the game. Yeah. And that, that, I love hearing stories like that. That's pretty, uh, that's pretty cool to have, you know, that kind of growth and that kind of love for the sport, you know, at such a a younger age. And I can tell you, like we had the, uh, the youth combine for the Austin herd and there were quite a few young ladies who were out there. Um, you know, any range from probably how first grade to eighth grade. I think there was even a high schooler, uh, that was out there. And then even in the women's, uh, the adults in the combine, um, there was actually one woman who was out there as well. So it's great to see the women's game growing in the U.S. Yeah, it really is incredible. And honestly, the the rugby community in Austin is like the best that I've been a part of. And I, I say that not lightly. You know, I've been on several teams now and, and I would never want to go anywhere else or play anywhere else. Yeah, and that, that's that's kind of one of the reasons we have this podcast is to say, you know, we said it earlier, you know, Austin, Texas is a rugby powerhouse at, at all levels, men's and women's and, and high school and, you know, whatever level you want to go to. Um, you know, it's exciting to hear all the fun stuff that's going on in Austin. So, you know, Erica, tell us kind of a little bit about, you know, the season for you guys. Uh, when do you start? Have you already had a few games? Uh, what's it look like for you going forward, getting back to those national championship tournaments? 
Yeah. So for us, our fall is always a little bit lighter. So, you know, especially coming off the, the tails of that national championship, it can be hard sometimes to keep that momentum up when we don't have a lot of games. But I think everyone's been working really, really hard to make sure that we're not losing any of that momentum. Um, we've really only had like one or two games this season so far. We had a D1, our first game of the season, D1 played against um, Denver Black Ice. And that was a really good match. You know, we expected it to be pretty close, but uh, we actually ended up coming out 69 to 12, winning that match. Um, you know, there are really great athletes on both sides, but we just had a great prep week, you know, prep couple weeks before the game and put together a really strong squad. Um, we had a kind of friendly um, during the Lockridge Memorial Tournament that the Huns put on um, against the uh, Mexican team, the Kumiais. Um, so that's always really fun. It's, it, that one's, you know, just, just, like I said, total friendly match. We had like mixed sides on each time, time. So not really like a win or lose in that one, but it's always good to kind of um, bond with like teams from all across the globe and in, in rugby there. Um, coming up, we have uh, D2 has their first official cup match um, in Bay Area against Bark Bay Area Rugby um, this Saturday. So that'll be really exciting. You know, we've been working on um, a lot of new patterns, things like that, you know, really forming together a really strong lineup that we haven't had in the past. Um, so we're really excited to kind of put everything into play that we've been working on. You know, we, we've, again, this will be our first cup match and we started pra practices maybe a month and a half, two months ago. So we're ready to go. We're excited for yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> I, bet. I, I say, you know, two, two months of training and everything for, you know, they're your first official match. Uh, you, you've got to be kind of chomping at the bit, I would say. Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> So tell us a little bit about the, you know, you, you talk about the cup and, and for every you know, division, it's different division, you know, one, two, three for men's is a little bit different than one, you know, than uh, one and two for women's, you know, what is the cup for division two? What is the cup for division one for you all look like? Yeah. So right now, so we're part of what's called the Red River Rugby Con Conference. Um, so the RRC. Um, so last season, the way it worked out, um, D1, there weren't enough teams to like play in an actual playoff. So they went based off of um, league standings, but they actually, so we still haven't heard officially what it's going to be like for this year, um, but they have more teams in the D1 in the RRC. So we're hoping that we'll actually get to have like a, a full on playoffs with that. Um, but that's always D2 is always um, in that playoffs as well. So that's kind of what we're striving for and those will come you know kind of um early spring next year so that's really like our big goal is to you know start winning all of our cup matches so that we can get into those playoffs and then meet the really good teams that we see there um and to to bump up to that hopefully national championship again yeah that's uh you know that's something that we'd love to see you know last year i you know, I think being a rugby fan in Texas, it was really exciting to see, you know, on, on a national level, you know, here in Austin, there were what, five semifinal matches or quarterfinal matches for the national championship that were all here all in one, was it all in one weekend or all in two weeks? Yeah. And that was, that, that's fantastic for rugby. And again, we continue to promote and say, you know, Austin is a, a mecca for rugby in, in the U S and not just in Texas, but you know, in the U S you, you can argue that we have, you know, consistently some of the best teams in the U S in these divisions. So uh, exciting to hear that, you know, that's going on for you all. Um, you know, what are some of the big things, you know, that you're looking forward to for this season, any big uh, matchups, any big, uh, any big trips, any away games that you're like, Oh yeah, I'm really ready for this game. 
Yeah. So, I mean, um, D1 is going to be playing Glendale later in the spring, which is sorry, notification going to be, um, a big- <laughs> <That's all right. laughs> thought I muted all of those. Um, yeah. So Glendale's, Glendale is going to be a pretty exciting match. Um, I think that'll be one of the biggest competitors coming up there. Um, we have a game against the Utah Vipers, which was supposed to be last weekend. Well, it was supposed to be this weekend, got rescheduled to last weekend and is now getting rescheduled again to February, maybe January. Um, but they're considered to be like one of the best teams in the West as well. So that's going to be a really, really, uh, really good match, really testing our skills. And, and I kind of love matches like that where, you know, you never really know how it's going to go because it's going to test your skills and really test to make sure that you can still think on your feet as a player. Um, you know, sometimes playing the same teams over and over again can just get you in like the same patterns, things like that. So getting that yeah. variety in there really helps out. Yeah. It's really interesting. So, you know, I, I think earlier Alex was talking about that he had went, he went to, uh, he went to Colorado to go watch the WPL. What's the difference for those that are on, un- that really don't know are you know you guys are part of the Red River, but you know you're part of D1 rugby. What's the difference in level between WPL and you all? That do you you know do you know much about that difference? If not, then we totally understand, and we can skip on to another question. But yeah, so I, I mean, I, I know that a bit. It's basically WPL is just about like a higher level of rugby. Okay, kind of. Kind of would you yeah, so, consider I mean, this the kind WPL of like is- the MLR of uh, of women's rugby? A little bit, you know, I, I would say like kind of somewhere in between D1 and MLR. Um, I'm not sure that they get paid. So I, don't, I think that might be <laughs> but, um, well, And unfortunately, if it's anything like any other, you know, um, men's and women's sports that are the same, they're, you know, it probably not going to be paid. So yeah. um, I, I'm, I'm part of that fair fair pay, fair pay movement so especially yeah. in the uh, in the in the soccer world since you said you were a soccer fan so <laughs> yeah yeah but okay but that's interesting i think that that's do you ever foresee you know the valkyries making you know kind of a jump up to wpl is that a is that a goal for you guys eventually so I don't think necessarily it's a goal that we're like actively reaching towards. You know, if that ends up happening, it would be, you know, incredible just to show the amount of talent that we have with our squad. But basically the way that it would work is like we would have to be like dominating in our conference every single year. So I think the last actually the reason that the Valkyries got to go to nationals last year is um, there was a team that got bumped up from D1 to WPL. Um, and okay. so basically um, because they had been doing so well, they've been winning every single match, things like that, or every tournament, every championship, things like that. So they got bumped up. Um, and because the RRC was the runners up for them previously, they got to send their top seed, which was us. So, um, you know, since we only came out second last year, you know, obviously we're going to be gutting for first, but it would kind of have to be like Absolutely. a consistent thing in order to move up. Okay. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's good information. I think it kind of helps as we learn more about, you know, how, the game is structured on all sides of the ball, you know, men's, women's and in every division and, and in college too, as we, as we cover some of the local college teams. So that's, it's definitely helpful. Um, it definitely, you know, shi- shines a little bit of light. Um, you know, as we kind of, you know, close out things here today, if, if someone's listening, um, some young female who is very interested in coming out and, you know, tackling somebody viciously uh, and wants to come out and join the Valkyries. Uh, wh- where can they go to find out more information, social media manager, um, in order to come sign up or come out and uh, join a practice? 
was going to say, you can plug, plug us on Facebook, Instagram, message us on there, and it's going to be me responding. You know, that's how we've gotten a lot of girls this year actually is um, reaching out to us through Facebook and Instagram. Um, you know, if, if you want to reach out to our recruiter, it's recruiting at austinvalkyries.com and she'll be able to send you all of the information about match schedules, things like that. Um, you can also check out our website. We've been working really hard this, uh, this past season to update all the information on there. So it's got like our, ma- our match schedules, training schedules, locations, things like that. That's just austinvalkyries.com. So they can come out and, and check it out that way. Um, you know, to anybody that's even just slightly musing with the idea of coming out, I, I would say just do it, you know, just come out, meet the girls, have a couple practices. Like you'll never realize how amazing it is until you're out there running around on the field and, and kind of feeling the, the dirt beneath your feet. That's awesome. Erica, we greatly appreciate it. For those of you that were, you know, that see, that hear this, you're also going to be able to see it on the YouTube. We'll post the link right here in the bottom of the video. And then we'll also uh, post it on our site as well so that we make sure that we continue to promote uh, women's rugby here in Austin, along with all the other teams that are here in town too. So Erica, we look forward to checking up with you guys as the season starts kicking off when you guys, you know, find out how good things happen this weekend. Uh, and then, you know, as we continue to move forward towards the uh, Division One season, and kicking off and, and stuff in the Red River Conference. Like we're we're going to be following up and uh, checking in with you, see how things are going. Awesome, Dustin. I'm I'm excited to keep uh, talking to you and giving you updates on our, this amazing team. Fantastic. We appreciate it, and uh, we'll, we'll talk to you soon. All right. Sounds good. All right. So we're back here at the Youth Day and Often Heard Combine. We're here with Connor. Connor, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. How about you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. So uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell us how you kind of got involved with rugby and kind of what you thought about the Combine today. Um, it was a great day. Uh, I've all, uh, The last time the Olympics were on, I started watching rugby and it just took off for me. I had to know what is this game. And I've been playing for four years now and I love the game and I love to watch the elite and Austin rugby as a whole. Well, Austin heard now, so you Austin don't feel that's <laughs> okay. I've been the same way, trying to train my mind a little bit differently. Oh yeah, definitely. So, you know, youth camp today. There was lots of kids out here. What are some of the drills that you guys were working on? Obviously, you're a little bit older. There were lots of kids from I think about four or five was the youngest, maybe first grade, mm-hmm. all the way up to eighth grade. What were some of the things that you were excited to t- to do and to work on today with the with the camp? I just love playing rugby, first of all. But the things that I really enjoyed were the touch games, especially because. The best way you get uh, good at rugby is playing rugby. So for sure, for sure. Yeah. And so you know, obviously, you know, we were talking just a minute ago. Um, you're going to uh, Stony. What was the name of this? Stony Point High School. Stony Point High School. You are the president of the team. You're the captain of the team. Mm-hmm. How does that kind of responsibility fall on you on a regular basis? Being you know in in rugby right now is trying to build yourself up for the next level. Oh yeah, I I just make sure that I try and lead the team not by talking but by example. I try to be the best player, the best teammate and the best leader I can be. I make sure that the boys are doing good uh, at all times and I make sure that everyone's motivated and ready to go play. Fantastic. And so obviously uh, your season has started or are you getting, when do you guys actually start your uh, season? Starts literally tomorrow. Literally tomorrow. Who do you play tomorrow? 
Uh, we so we don't play it yet, oh, okay. but we're starting practice. Starting practice yeah. tomorrow. That's exciting. So first practice of the season. Um, you know, you're looking forward to it. Uh, what are your expectations and what are your kind of hopes for this season? Well, this season, uh, I think the goal for everyone on varsity, especially, is to win state. I mean, we've been, we've been developing these past couple years. We came up short last season, but this year, I think we have the team that can take it all the way fantastic and then finally obviously you know we're out here we're watching some of the uh the bigger guys play uh, some of the guys in the actual combine what are your goals you hoping to get to the next level and uh get to the mlr even beyond that in the future hopefully oh yeah definitely it's always been a, a dream of mine to first play at collegiate level and as soon as i got to where I feel I could play there. I got to, I want to go play for an MLR team, especially like the Herd and Austin Rugby, if I can play for that, and eventually even the Eagles if I can. Fantastic. Connor, appreciate you coming out. Appreciate you talking with us today. Hope you have a good one, and good luck with the start of your season. Yeah, you too. Awesome, thanks. Go Herd. So we're back out here again talking to more great kids that came to the youth combine today in the youth camp. Um, it's been fantastic to meet some of these guys. We have another one here who's talking with us now. This is Jordan. Jordan, how are you doing today, man? Good. Good. This is your first time coming out to a rugby, com a rugby camp? Yes. And how do you feel about coming out here and seeing all the people that came out tonight? Good. Good. And uh, tell us a bit about yourself. How long have you been playing rugby? I've, I, this is... The second time, because I played with my mom's boyfriend. He's in the league. Oh, nice. So second time you know, second time coming out, and so you're, you've are you been playing for a little bit. Your, sec your second grade, I think you told me a minute ago. Is that right? Mm -hmm. Fantastic. So what are you excited about for the next season and the future of rugby? Are you looking forward to uh, the big hits or the big tries? What are you excited for seeing for the Austin Herd for the next season? Um... <laughs> That's all right. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, and then let's let's ask you kind of a fun question. What was your favorite activity today at the combine? Probably whenever we got to do the long jump. You got to do the long jump. Mm -hmm. Well, okay. So obviously you had the long jump. How far did you actually jump? I jumped uh, ten, ten something. Ten something. That's mm -hmm. incredibly far. Yeah? <laughs> awesome. And then you got like in, enjoy meeting all the players and stuff today as well? Yes. Yeah, that's fantastic. And did you find some some new friends out here today too? Uh yeah. Yeah? Some some people you're hanging out with afterwards, kicking the ball around? Awesome. Well, hey, Jordan, thank you for coming over and talking with me. I greatly appreciate it. We hope to see you out at some of the games this season, yeah? Mm -hmm. And then hopefully some more youth rugby in the future. Sound okay. good? All right, man. Thanks so much for coming out. Oh, and my mom's boyfriend, he he used to um be a rugby player from here. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> well, I appreciate it, Jordan. Thank you so much. Have a good day, buddy. Okay. Thanks, man. Man, did we have a great day out at the Austin Herd Youth Camp and Combine. We were out there with lots of kids, probably about 40 or so kids and probably around 35 or so combine attendees. It was truly a great event. 
I apologize. We were trying to get more interviews, but obviously with all of the athletes really trying to do their best to uh, impress the coaches who are out here. And for the kids to really get out and enjoy and learn the game, we were happy to talk with a few of the youngsters. Uh, we got to talk with one of the combine attendees, but unfortunately, we didn't get a chance to sit down with any of the coaches or players for the Austin Herd, but no worries. We're going to have plenty of time to cover them throughout the season. I can't tell you how great it is that we are really trying to continue to promote youth rugby in the U.S. That's the only way we're going to continue to grow the game, and I think it's really fantastic for these youngsters to get out there and you know get just get action with major league athletes and professional rugby players and some guys who are internationally known it's a great chance yeah not just for the youth but also for the combine attendees as they're you know trying to break into major league rugby you're getting first rate coaching from Carlin Isles from Todd Clever from seasoned veterans of rugby who have been around for a while and some of those MLR players who are you know playing at a very high level here in the U.S. We'll definitely try to continue to promote a lot of the new events that are happening with association with the, the Austin Herd side. Again, we're going to keep covering the Blacks, keep covering the Huns and all things that are going around with their youth programs. I know the Huns have a really great youth program. And that's what it's all about, right? Continuing to promote the game, continuing to get these kids out there and, and helping grow the next USA Eagle, right? I want to give a special thanks to our guest Alex and Erica for helping cover the Huns and the Valkyries. Next week, we're going to have some more guests come on as we start to really ramp up some of the rugby season here in Central Texas. I look forward to bringing you guys more rugby in Season 2 of the Austin Rugby Podcast. As always, give us a like, give us a follow on well, wherever you're listening. I appreciate it. And of course, you know now that we have the YouTube channel up and running, you're going to see more content. We're going to try to do more live interviews uh, put that on there as well so you can watch that. And of course, we're going to start talking some MLR in the coming weeks and keep an eye out as we maybe try to do a recorded show where we'll sit down for about 15, 20 minutes or so and talk about some rugby and what's going on. I don't know. That's kind of a pipe dream for some people, but I think we can do it. For more rugby news, check out DJ Coil Rugby. He's got a great page. Man, when Anybody needs to find out what kind of players are coming in and their backgrounds. Doug really does a fantastic job. So big props to him for doing what he does and helping grow the game. If you're looking for another podcast, you know, we always promote those guys at Earful of Dirt, but we're still waiting for them to, to give us a shout out. So Aaron or Liam, if you ever listen, we would, uh, yeah, we, we'd like a little love on this side. So appreciate it, guys. Thanks so much. Continue to like and subscribe and check out all the latest stuff. Once again, my name is Dustin. We'll see you on the pitch. <laughs>